What's up, what's up? It's Monday. It's Christina with Create a Cur. And it's our final week, the week four of November. I cannot believe we're already toward the tail end of this year. God is doing miraculous things in the lives of our followers and in the lives of people around us. It's so amazing to be a blessing. And I'm so thankful that we were able to bless three winners so far in our weekend giveaways. With Thanksgiving this week, I pray that everyone is gearing up to create new memories with family and to give this holiday season. Even with the Black Friday rush, don't forget to take time to thank God for what he has already given you. God has given us his absolute best, and he's knitted us together so neatly packaged, so perfectly imperfect in our own way. And just as our spiritual gifts were given to us, we are also a gift to other people. You are a gift to your parents, to your spouse, to your children, to your workplace. And because we are gifts that have been given the special and unique responsibility to operate in the Holy Spirit on this earth, in this day and time, we must also be top-notch givers. Top-notch giving is giving at its optimum stage. It's withholding nothing. It's us reaching the level of growth in our spiritual walk that we can and will change the lives of other people. Now, us operating in our gifts will never compare to the incomparable, matchless gifts that God has given. But we are responsible for picking up our mantle and giving God what's due to him and blessing other people along the way and forsaking the idea of sitting idle. I wanted to mention a few things this week, and this is going to be a great little summary just to wrap up our last week of our Spiritual Gifts series. And I just wanted to mention a few things to consider as we close out this month. Here you go. Number one, everything that we have is a gift, and everything warrants an attitude of gratitude. Your very life, health, and strength, those things are gifts. And you've been entrusted with those gifts. Two, there is a unique spiritual gift that has been given to you. Use it. There is a mantle that only you can pick up. And there is a purpose for it. Number three, each gift looks different and will be operated differently. You are responsible for the manifestation of your gift. It's up to you to practice, to study, and to perfect the gift by spending time in your word and in the presence of the Holy Spirit. For instance, I know for me, intercession, it gets easier and less nerve-wracking and more powerful when I'm operating in the Spirit. So stay committed to your gift and your calling. Number four, don't covet the gifts of others. What's yours is yours, and you will never have to compete for it. Leave their gifts in their hands. Because remember, what's destiny for you could be death for them, and vice versa. Number five, don't sit on your gifts. This is a warning. If you do, be prepared for the Lord to take that gift away and give it to the next saint that it will quicken their feet to glorify him. It would be such a sad thing to be gifted, but not effective. Number six, your gift will need to be guarded. Your biggest and greatest attacks will come through your gift, meaning the criticism, the stress, the fatigue, and questioning of your character and your faith walk. 
Number seven, do not bury your gift to please the world. People may not understand it, or they may not like the way that you walk in your gift. They may even envy you because you're the one that was blessed with the gift. But stay alert and don't lose heart. Number eight, your gift will cost you. Each gift demands something different. It may cost you sleep, time, money, and friends, but you have to remember your why. Never once, and I repeat my friends, never once has God given you something that was just for you. And with that being said, the best way that I could think to summarize this month's message is with a portion of the letter that Paul wrote to the Romans. Now be prepared. It's a long reading, but it's so timely and it's worthwhile. In Romans 12, 3 through 16, Paul writes, I'm speaking to you out of the deep gratitude for all that God has given me, and especially as I have responsibilities in relation to you. Living then, as every one of you does, in pure grace, it's important that you not misinterpret yourselves as people who are bringing this goodness to God. No, God brings it all to you. The only accurate way to understand ourselves is by what God is and by what he does for us, not by what we are or what we do for him. In this way, we are like the various parts of the human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us find our meaning and function as a part of his body. But as a chopped off finger or cut off toe wouldn't amount to much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts in Christ's body, let us go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we aren't. If you preach, just preach God's message, nothing else. If you help, just help. Don't take over. If you teach, stick to your teaching. If you give, encourage guidance. Be careful that you don't get too bossy. If you're put in charge, don't manipulate. If you're called to give aid to people in distress, keep your eyes open and be quick to respond. If you work with the disadvantaged, don't let yourself get irritated with them or depressed by them. Keep a smile on your face. Love from the center of who you are. Don't fake it. Run for dear life from evil. Hold on for dear life to good. Be good friends who love deeply and practice playing second fiddle. Don't burn out. Keep yourselves fueled in a flame. Be alert servants of the master, cheerfully expecting. Don't quit in hard times. Pray all the harder. Help needy Christians be inventive in hospitality. Bless your enemies. No cursing under your breath. Laugh with your happy friends when they're happy and share tears when they're down. Get along with one another and don't be stuck up. Make friends with nobodies. Don't be the great somebody. My God, there's so many things that I would love to mention and to pull out of this message, but the reality is, Top-notch giving is sacrificial giving. If it doesn't cost you anything, can you truly say that it's a gift? If you think about it, every gift that's given 
cost the giver something, but the receiver gains so much. And with sacrificial giving, even with your spiritual gifts, sometimes you will be drained. And I repeat, you will be drained. Just remember that Satan cannot kill you. He can just wear you out until you have nothing left. But don't give him that opportunity. Keep your head on the swivel and beat him at his game. And remember to take your burdens back to God in prayer. Also, remember, we are not meant to be anyone's savior as we are operating in our gifts. But it is our job, our duty, and our charge to lead them back to Jesus Christ, our savior. It's been such a blessing to give this month and to watch how God has moved in the lives of so many people. I pray that all of you feel encouraged to give and to love God, others, and your purpose more than you love the material things and your pride. Now I'm going to pray a prayer of thanksgiving today, which is a little different from what I usually do, but I just feel that it's so necessary because as we're talking about spiritual gifts I know that we have all been given a unique purpose and plan and God is wanting for us just to operate in that, to build the kingdom. Heavenly Father, thank you. God, before we even do anything, God, we thank you. God, your word says that we should enter into your presence with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. God, this prayer is going to be a prayer of thanksgiving. The words that will come out of my mouth, oh God, is just an adoration. It's just a thank you for being who you are. God, we thank you that your word talks about how you give us good gifts. How you wouldn't give us something other than what we asked for, oh God. God, and so for that we say thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for our life, health, and strength. Thank you, Lord, for our friends and family. God, thank you, Father, for meeting our every need. God, thank you so much for our everyday activities, our workplace, our our schools, God, our family. We thank you for all of those things. We never want to miss a beat and never want to miss an opportunity to say thank you. God, we thank you that you have made us as you have, God, unique and so perfectly imperfect. God, that there's no two of us that are the same, oh God, but that we are different in our own way. God, thank you for caring about us so much that you know the hairs on our head, oh God. You know the things that burden us, Father. And your word talks about how how you seek to perfect the things that concern us. God, thank you for caring about us, even in our own insignificance, oh God, that you care. Father, thank you for the spiritual gifts that you've implanted inside of us. God, thank you for the seedlings that are being birthed within us, oh God. The ideas, the business plans, Father. The the, the ministries, oh God. the Just again, the ideas of what you've called us to do, how we can manifest that, oh God, and how we can glorify you all the more. God, thank you in advance for how Your kingdom will be built up on this earth, my God. How everything will be shaken up in an instant because we are going to be a generation that rises to the occasion and we rise in your name, God, proclaiming your good news and sharing with the world what you have called us to do in this earth. God, I pray right now that we will continue to do that, God. Thank you in advance for, again, the the, the prophetic words that will come out, the prayers, oh God, the healing, the deliverance, oh God, for the prophecies that will be spoken, Father. Thank you 
that we will be the generation that causes those things to come into play because we will be vessels used by you. God, I thank you for the individuals that that will be affected, the lives that will be changed just because we are being obedient, God. Thank you, Jesus, for, again, the sins that will be forgiven, oh God. I can't say all the words, oh God, but we just say thank you. God, and that's the thing, when we don't know all the words to say, we just say thank you. God, I pray right now again, and thanksgiving for all the things that will happen on this week. God, I'm thanking you for the blessings rolling in, God. I'm thanking you for the family units that will be restored on this week. God, I'm thanking you again just for the opportunities that we'll have to share our testimonies with other people. God, thank you. Thank you for allowing us to be used by you. God, we want you to get the glory, the honor, and the praise, God. Nothing else matters, Father. This is our yes. This is us committing to doing the work that you've called us to do. God, I thank you in advance for it being done. I thank you in advance for everything coming together. The, again, the gifts being developed, oh God. The restoration of our spiritual walk, God, so that we can honor and glorify you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You all, I hope that you are blessed this week. And as I'm thinking about Thanksgiving, I pray that your family is blessed this week. I pray that just as we're going into the last month of the year, the last 30 or so days in this decade, that God will show you his purpose for you on this earth. And not only that he will show you, but that you will begin to walk in that. And I just want to go ahead and leave you with this blessing. Now may the God of peace make you holy in every way. And may your whole spirit and soul be kept blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ comes again. Our God will do this because he who called you is faithful. I want to go ahead and thank you all so much for listening and tuning in this month. God is intending to do great things, and I hope that you're expectant. Happy Thanksgiving, and remember, he loved you, I love you, and I'm always praying for you.